still Starcross is finally coming to an end. A lot of things happened. People died. People kissed. So we're going to cover it all right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Shout out to our engineer, Josh, for picking the fire. What up? Hey. (laughs) We had to end on a good note, on a high note. A wicked note. A wicked note. Yeah, something wicked this way comes for sure. A couple things. <laughs> a couple things, yeah. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining us for the season finale and the final finale of Still Starcrossed. My name is Candace Cruz and you can find me on all of my social media at Candace R. Cruz. And I'm Olivia Gabaret. You can hit me up at the real underscore O underscore G. Yeah. Girl, I have to say, out of all seven episodes, this was my favorite. Well, I mean, of course, the final. Had to, <laughs> that's the reason it's a finale. I know, but like, it's the end. If it would have been like this the whole season, like, well, you, you got to save the juice till the end. And of course, they leave us on a whim. And there's apparently no more episodes left. Nope, this is but it. it's definitely open ended up for interpretation. What would happen next? True. I guess we it's a create your own ending type of deal. <laughs> I don't like create your own endings. <laughs> I want to know the ending. Um, but I guess they did give us a, a very abrupt end. So, I mean, the last we left off was uh, Rosalind and Benvolio are kind of trapped by Count Paris and now know that he is the new prince mm-hmm. that is coming. And, um, of course, Aeschylus is completely blindsided by all of it. But you know what? I knew that Rosalind was just going to tell the prince. And of course she was. She's not an idiot. And it would... Utilize your resources. Yep. You know what I'm saying, and I know I knew that she would. And Paris knew that too. He, but obviously he didn't really do a great job of policing it at all. <laughs> no, but I think he had finally figured out. Well, I can't shut her up, so I might as well make my move. Mm-hmm. That's jumping to the end real quick, guys. But <laughs> so there we go. Um, but the the relationship between um, Rosalind and Aeschylus at the final final bow was very interesting for me. Well, I think it wasn't even really a relationship between them. It was like a relationship between them and Rosalind, and it just so happens that it it, it all crossed. You mean like Benvolio and Aeschylus? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, Aeschylus finally got some courage mm-hmm. and decided to tell her how exactly how he felt. I mean, I think it's not even so much courage because she already knew. Well, I guess courage to actually act on it this time. But um, Isabella didn't really, for understandable reasons, because if the throne was to choose one family over another, the two fighting families in Verona, then obviously the family that's left out is going to be really mad. Of course. Because they they marry into royalty. Right. No, I totally get that. I just think Isabella, like, I get the whole sacrifice and suffer kind of thing, Mm -hmm. but... Like, or strength and sacrifice, that's what she constantly says. But at the same time, like, Aeschylus has always loved Rosalind. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that there's other alternatives to get this, like, war under control. I feel like it's a, a a poor leader if you think that me marrying into one family is going to completely undermine my whole rule. I mean, but we know Aeschylus is at weak, that period. Point, it was but... slipping from his fingers. Oh, of course. It was slipping from his fingers the moment he got the crown, though, if we're being completely honest. Yeah. Like, I don't think he ever had control. 
he didn't, but I that would probably have been the last straw. But to the same token, um, Rosalind's family, the Capulets, would have actually been, well, not even the family, more so Lady Capulet would have been extremely happy of course. in a way. I mean, that ruins her original plan. However, if if that were to have happened, if Rosalind would have married the prince, then her entire agenda and the reason why she's doing all this shady shit on the side is so she can get the Capulets to the throne. Yeah. The lineage would be, like, under Capulet at yeah. that point. But I think originally, you know, this is all an, an assumption. Lady Capulet wouldn't want um, Rosalind with Aeschylus if Juliet would have been alive because that would put Rosalind over Juliet. Right. So I think that was why the original plan was always to have Paris overtake the throne, uh-huh. was to make sure that Juliet was in power and that, you know, Capulets were in power. Well, it it was surprising to me that Lady Capulet came clean. About everything? A huge change in character. Total 180. Well, I think after, I mean, we saw last episode when she goes down to the crypt and tries to speak to Juliet and, and gets the sign, whatever sign of interpretation she took it for, mm-hmm. with the candles being blown out and whatnot. I think that was her first wake-up call of that, you know, Juliet isn't very happy and she is giving a boat of farewell. So she felt like she had to come clean. Yeah, of course. She was scared. And, I mean, not to mention Paris has gotten a little conceited, to say the least. Oh, oh, for sure. And now he's just calling the shots. It's like he utilizes everybody to his advantage, Mm -hmm. and when he doesn't need them anymore, it just doesn't matter. Like, Lady Capulet got him the tools and resources he needed, but once he got everything he needed, he didn't really need her anymore, and he started to take the situation into his own hands and make his own decisions. Yeah. Like, killing, um, was she the servant? The nurse. The nurse. nurse. So, the nurse apparently had raised Lady Capulet from an infant all the way up. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, this is essentially like family, and obviously Paris, you know, says the line, let's not forget that they are not family kind of thing. So... Paris has become completely ruthless, and I don't think he was from the get-go. I will say that. I think I Lady Capulet tell. put the ideas in his head, and uh-huh. he ran with it. Yeah. She created the monster. Yep. And now she's becoming food to the monster. <laughs> and poor Olivia as well is finally a lot is starting to dawn on her in this episode as well, because she was completely clueless the entire season. Of course. Not even knowing what was going on. I mean, the relationship, I mean, let's talk about Livia and, <clears throat> and uh, Paris. Like, do you think that Paris actually does love Livia at this point? No. At all? I don't know. He Well, he still wants to her to, like, share the crown with him. Right. Which is kind of interesting because I guess he doesn't really have to have her. No. He could do it himself. But, I mean, when Livia figured out, like, that the the note was in his pocket and and confronted him about it, she was like, you just wanted my name for leverage in order to get yourself on the throne. And he was like, yeah, of course, at first, yes, but I did fall in love with you. I don't know. He's such an easy person to believe. And manipulate? Yeah. 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 I mean, who could not be manipulated by him? Like, I mean, look at him. He's a very smooth talker. Very easy on the eyes. I can completely understand. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, no. I, f- I feel bad because that's all that she ever wanted. And she mm-hmm. thought she had it. And now it's all gone. Well, it sucks, too, that, like, the way that this whole show ended, 
you know, we don't see much of what happens with Livia. All we know is that she's getting sent off to Mantua, mm-hmm. and that's it, by against her will. So that's the end of Livia's storyline as, as much as we know. Probably the only one that's wrapped up. Yeah. She, she's safe, at least. Series. She's away and taken care of. Uh, but I I like that, you know, Rosalind did her best to stick up for Benvolio, mm-hmm. and I knew that they were going to fall in love. Of course. <laughs> that's of course, in the story of Romeo and Juliet, that's how everything goes. But um, I I like that she finally stuck up for him. However, I knew that he wouldn't die. I was hoping Even he though it was die. looking like they were grasping for straws, couldn't figure out a way to get him to out survive. The, right. And right when he was about to get killed, Aeschylus changes his mind. I have to say, though, I was on edge when I was watching it because I was like... If that guy coughs and lets go of that rope, yeah, like, Benvolio's done. And like, I even on accident. thinking, like, that is so brutal to get your head chopped off. Oh, God. And that was, like, spectacle back in those days. That was, like, their entertainment and way of control. It's crazy. I don't like thinking of that at all. No. Well, they used to put them on stakes after they were done. Yeah. As, like, a boat of warning kind of thing. It's so creepy. It's fascinating, but creepy. Well, I mean, luckily Benvolio saved by the prince, but the prince cannot save himself. Uh, uh, so I'm assuming that was Count Paris's team. Of course. That came through. Well, I mean, once they all came up and all the, the, the town was being rained down by arrows, they were mm-hmm. all yelling, the new prince is coming, the new prince is coming. So, And when it cut to the big army of people, mm-hmm. that was... Paris's people. Yeah, and I think most of that being Mantua. Because he did leave Livia saying, I need to make my call to Mantua and send the good news. And that was the news. That was the news. Rained down on. Right. Rained down. I did like Paris's conversation with um, Lady Capulet when he made the, the comment, my father always said Verona was a flower waiting to be picked. Yeah. And now Prince Aeschylus has left the garden gate open. For the picking. Oh. So it was kind of like, oh. Nice little foreshadowing for you. We kind of saw it coming throughout the entire season that someone was going to try and take over Verona. It was Mm -hmm. just too weak. And Aeschylus knew this. And that's why he sends Isabella off to go to Venice to tie those treaties up. But you're diverting all the attention to the wrong place. Yeah. While it's literally in your own like, watch this, Sam, while the other one's sneaking in on you. Yeah. Yeah. But in that whole, and obviously with the fire too, that's a whole other distraction mm-hmm. because Capulet, Lord Capulet has no idea any of this is going on. Well, and they're believing all. that it's, well, he's not, but then um, Benvolio's family, the Montagues, are thinking, are blaming the Capulets for all these things. So the tension between the two are just getting further and further built up to the point where them being on the same team is completely unrealistic well most of it actually was on lord capulet i will give him that everything that has to do with the cathedral was lord capulet yeah it had nothing to do with like paris or anybody else but well with the exception of i mean some disagreements between the families were premeditated mm-hmm. from the outside but i think because those things triggered hate between them it caused them to take action to do things against each other that treaty after the cathedral burnt, like, literally killed me to listen Aeschylus, like, say, you know, 
in honor of you losing someone and to pay back to Lord Capulet, your your nephew's going to die. Mm-hmm. And you're going to lose your heir to the, the name in, like, honor of the crown. Like, that's just completely brutal. Like, 100%. Yeah, well... Well, knowing all of everything that's, like... Everything that happens is so... It's the extreme in everything that they do. And, I mean, uh, and talking a little Mm. bit more about Montague, finding out the whole... And I thought that that was tied up a little too neat, not gonna lie, that whole storyline with, like, Tessa and Lord Montague and Benvolio. I just... Like, it just all came out in the open. And yeah, was like, all okay, of a sudden, it's done. like, Tessa randomly comes into this whole storyline, really doesn't play a part other than to stir the pot, and then decides that she's going to, like, oh, she's actually dead, according to Scotland, so we're going to, like, get her sent away, and then she's pissed off, so she's going to go tell, like, the deepest, darkest secret of Lord Montague over to Benvolio, who's about to die. Like, it was yeah. literally too perfect. Right. Which, that was the only storyline of the whole episode that I just did not like. Because I just, I didn't really see how she fit in the picture. No, and there like, was no we could have done without her. I mean, I'm glad that we found out why, like, Benvolio is actually becoming the heir. Like, we never really knew what happened to Benvolio's yeah. father. Just knew he died. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to know that, but I just thought it was too, like, in your face. Yeah, Agreed. And so now we don't, I mean, it leaves us with, su- with such an open end. Like, mm-hmm. does the prince survive or does he die? Did they take over Verona? Probably. I mean, I, mis- I would assume. Is Livia the new queen? I think all of those answers are pretty much left <laughs> at the end of the I don't episode. Know. I don't know. I just want to see Benvolio and Rosalind end up together, like, completely. The line well, now the they're both alive. So sweet, though. Yeah. Her saying, I'm not going to leave without you. And he said, well, I'm not going anywhere without you. And I was like, oh. Well, she. I'm a sucker it for was romance. Like, okay. It was more like, I can't leave him here. And he was like, well, I can't. I can't leave you here. And it was like, she was worried about Aeschylus, but then Folio was worried about her. But I don't think it was actually meant to be for Aeschylus. I think she just didn't want him to die. Yeah, no, she probably felt bad because he did her a favor. This and is now true. he's dying. Well, I mean, it's hard to say whether he was. Like, was he going to die anyway if he did Well, they didn't that? shoot him in the heart. They shot him on the right. So but they, they meant it. It probably hit his heart. I'm sure they meant it for his heart, but they did not yeah. aim properly so with that. So he's still alive. He may be still alive. I'm thinking if they're able to save Paris, they're probably able to save him. Yeah, that's true. But do you think that they're going to come back? Like, try and renew? Who? Like, the whole show. Like, oh, no. They, they cut everything <laughs> off, and no. then, you know... Because they probably made these without anticipating that it was going to get cut. Oh, of course. Well, it was interesting. I was going through Twitter when I was watching the final episode. And we were talking about, uh, in our predictions a couple weeks ago, with Helena and Isabella. Mm -hmm. And there was a tweet saying, you never saw this from the show, but Isabella actually brings Helena to Verona. Later on. So maybe could. So that leaves up to interpretation. Oh, yeah, because this, I keep forgetting that this is a book and it actually has a real Mm -hmm. ending. But something actually happens. So, yep, so they're in love. They're (laughs) in love, which is great. Well, it's nice to have a little like spice to the relationships rather than it just being the traditional relationship. Right. And she, I would be over men if I was her too. Yeah, <laughs> she hasn't even started with men, let alone like. Yeah, I would be already over had them a too. terrible experience. Yeah, well, there was just a lot 
at the end that I, I, I enjoyed the last episode. Like, it was my favorite out of all of them. But, again, some of it was just too... I thought it was predictable. Yeah. Just going to... Put it out there. Yeah. There was other notes I had in here. Hold on. I got locked out of my computer. <laughs> I mean, I, I just feel bad for Livia. I feel bad for everybody at this point. Other than Paris. He's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, so it seems. But we can only speculate what would happen next. So. Yeah. Well, Lady Capulet finally got her what was coming for her, too. And it seems like she softened a lot. To Rosalind and finally was like actually wanting to save her. Yeah, but she only felt mistake. bad because of Juliet. She didn't yeah, feel no, bad out of the goodness of her own heart. No. But then also I think she did feel remorse with the nurse too. Mm-hmm. Like she did love that nurse. Even though she threatened her and put well, her on the streets. Well, she didn't even... She... Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say she... Like, well, she didn't even... Like, killing her was never... In her agenda. No. It was only in Paris's. I don't think her agenda was to kill anybody that was of worth yeah. to her. Anyone that wasn't, go for it. Mm-hmm. But, but Paris was at all costs at this point. Great season, though. It was a good season. <laughs> I really liked the show. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was It was okay. And I am I was very happy with the end of it, but I have to say I did yell at the TV once or twice at the end. Because mm. they left it hanging, and I was like, this could actually be something. Just when it started getting good, it's over. Right, exactly. They started getting good. And to be honest, I think at the end, with all of that, I think it would finally have gotten to the point to where it could deviate from the Romeo and Juliet storyline. Mm-hmm. I think they were relying so heavily on that the whole first season, or first few episodes of the season, where it was like still trying to keep with the integrity of like the original Romeo and Juliet, and I know that it's a book that they're trying to base this off of and stuff, but I think they finally got to a point to where they could deviate and kind of have their own, like, veer off mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and it be more like a lot of our the popular shows that are going on with, like, the medieval times and things like that. I think it could have been really so successful. It had potential. It had potential at that point, but at that point, like, what else are you going to do? Like, mm-hmm. you can't really... You left it where it is, and it's not going to do anything. Agreed. But, yeah. Any other thoughts about the show? <laughs> nope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, wow. She's all ready to go. That no, was really I just cheesy. think we really, we beat it. We did. Hit it all. I know. That kiss, though. The that kiss was I knew great. it was going to happen. Well, you knew it was going to happen, but it was a good kiss. I guess. <laughs> I found gifts like all over the place. Like them there's too? Yes. Like I went through um Twitter and the Still Starcross hashtag just went like crazy for the last episode. And then there are people starting to petition to bring it back and I was like, I've never seen that the entire season and all of a really? sudden this whole kiss it's like because the spice the the spice at the end. Finally got there. Well, I that's a way to go out though. Yeah. It um, was a good way to go out. And the high. actors were fantastic. It was a great job by all. It just wasn't Meant to go further. Wasn't worth more than ten. It didn't even get to ten. What was it? Seven. Six, seven. Well, we got to sweet number seven. Ten. Good show though. Yeah. Well, that pretty much wraps it up then, I guess. Yep, wraps up the season. Well, I guess that's all I have to talk about too. I was all excited <laughs> to talk all the juice and the good stuff. Um but yeah, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in and staying with us the entire season and sticking all the way to end episode seven and uh we'll see you guys 
around on After Buzz later. Again, my name is Candace Cruz, and you can find me on all my social media at Candace R. Cruz. And I'm Olivia Gabaret. Hit me up at the real OG. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.